There we are. Welcome, guys. This is uh, I'm Truthman from Overclocking TV, obviously, and this is uh, Xiala from Overclocking TV as well. Uh, yes, uh, usually when we start the show, we started a little bit uh, before, but instead of uh, boring waiting music, we just basically talk with whatever we have to say, and that's how we start the show. It's yeah, we're just way more relaxed. Yeah, I'm not sure leaving the mic yep. open is uh, always a good thing, but it's okay. It, uh, it's, uh, it does the job. At least it gets people engaged and a bit curious about uh, what the heck is going on here. So, all good. So, what the heck is going on today? So today is yeah. pretty cool because today we got a very nice guest on the show, uh, Joe Pulaski, who's a Hi. German case mother that uh, maybe some of you might know. Uh, so, he's going to be here to talk about... Um, case modding and how he's implicated in the, in the, in the discipline and that beautiful hobby that is uh, so close to uh, PC hardware and we love it. Uh, he's going to be talking about PC modding in Germany, how it's going for him right now and also the other big topic of this show is that we're going to talk about the 1660 Ti's which are the new cards uh, from NVIDIA. Um, you will see that uh, a lot of things to say about this one. There's a lot of things to say about this one in terms of price, performance, and bundling. Some people are not happy with the bundles. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk about all that and how this um, can be used for PC modding because we have a modder. So why not talk about that specifically? Oh, good, perfect. So let's dive in. Uh, Joe, first of all, for all the people that you know come here or either the first time because they find us on uh, on the Twitch directory or that don't know you yet. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who am I? This is actually a pretty good question. So let's start reasonable. I'm a 43-year-old joiner from Germany. And some five years ago, I decided I need a hobby. And I remember that back in my child days, I liked to play with the C64, Amiga 500, and Atari ST. And so, yeah, I decided to go back to computing and found out how much it changed and, and how many new possibilities have been there. And yeah, this pretty much quickly made me become a mother. So that's me. I'm a 100% enthusiast. This is the best I can say. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. And we're going to have a lot, of, uh, a lot of time in that show to dig into more questions for you. Uh, you guys on the lab chat, if you do have questions for Joe or for any of the topics that we have tonight, uh, keep them going. Uh, that's what we are here for every uh, Friday afternoon. And I have to say, uh, OMG, we have been streaming three weeks in a row without a, even cancelling any show. That's pretty good. Yeah, and we've, the, we've done actually almost the three first show until now without the M of OMG. So it's good to <laughs> talk about case modding today. Uh, it's very nice. So today we're going to have a little bit of gaming. So that's not going to be the home only, but uh, we're just going to have OMG as well. Uh, all the way. So first topic for tonight, uh, overclocking-wise, we do have some uh, interesting news overclocking the hardware. A GTX uh, 16th series, so that's going to be very hard to say for us. Uh, the 16th series is out from, uh, it's just like a few hours ago, so this is the, the main hot topic for now. Uh, just announced, uh, you can get a lot of uh, different reviews everywhere in the world uh, at your favorite Know places or different review websites. Uh, basically, what do we know for that? Um, yes, uh, the GTX 1660 is out, but it's the 1660 Ti. There's no 1660 as of just itself. It's just the GTX 1660 Ti, and that's what it is. Um, so we now have the GTX series and the RTX series. Uh, obviously, the uh, main difference between the two is. Uh, RTX will have ray tracing and uh, tensor core, while the GTX will not have these two features, but the same architecture. So this is one of the the main highlight for that is that it's the same architecture than on the 20 series, just without the ray tracing and the AI tensor core, basically. Uh, as well, the pricing uh, the RTX 20 uh, series is about uh, 350 US dollars and up, while the GTX we expect that to be 350 and down or maybe like something in the middle for the top high end but this is a good way to differentiate uh, the two sides of the market for that uh, both run on Turing architectures yep. so 12 nanometers uh, GPUs it's not the exact same GPUs as the one in the RTX 20 series obviously because you have uh, some components that were put out and some more uh, changed a good point that we can have from what we have seen so far, 
for the past few hours that it's actually being released. Uh, the price point is around 280 USD. I remember like the Zotac one is 279. I think the EVGA XT one is around that price as well. So there's um, quite a few uh, partners re releasing the add-in bond at uh, the AIBs. So the board partner actually just uh, releasing their, their own stuff. I did not so. I did not saw any reference design yet. So maybe, maybe we will see the GTX series to not have reference design anymore, but just have the custom design. I don't know if it's gonna be something generic to the whole GTX series, but maybe it's something Nvidia is gonna keep for the cheaper slash lower end cards. Even though two hundred seventy nine dollar for graphics card is not necessarily cheap, but if you compare it to whatever Nvidia is now offering on the market. It's uh, pretty much down at the bottom of whatever they are offering right now. So for them, it's it's a uh, it's not a low end card, but it's a it's a cheap end card definitely. And uh, maybe maybe yeah, there will be no reference design for those one, and it's only going to be featuring well, a there's a, card. there is a reference design per se, but but not a reference design card as uh, with the whole Nvidia cooling on it and you know the classical kind of bundle. And it's also a very big difference from the previous launches we had this year where. Nvidia was pretty much the only and main brand to launch their GPUs at first being by themselves on the market at the start and then only after the partners coming in so now it's a very different approach so I don't know if it's a change of direction I don't think so but it's, uh, it's definitely interesting and it's nice I mean it's um, it's always more interesting for people that are going to buy a new car to straight be able to look at um, whatever their favorite brand is bidding with it. And then the thing as well is now we have two series from NVIDIA on the consumer market. We have the GTX and the RTX, actually the GTX and the RTX. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be interesting to see how that you know, turns out to stay. Would that continue like this for a few more series or is that being done just for now as ray tracing is not hugely and widely adopted yet? So we'll have to wait and see for that. Um, something I forgot to mention, the difference between the 1060 and the 1660, uh, instead of having just one more six in the name, uh, a new architecture, <laughs> so Turing, <laughs> Ooh, clever boy, and um, they're about 1536 uh, Turing CUDA core, so that's the computing cores, uh, 9060 MU, 48 ROPs, uh, six gigs of GDR6 memories, mm -hmm. uh, compared to the 1060, this should be about 50% uh, faster than the, uh, the GDDR5 that was used on the 1060. Uh, we will see how that turns out. The 1060 is, I mean, it's, it's been quite a long time that it was actually on the market, so it's good there's, a, oh, yeah, yeah. there's some kind a... of a of refresh as well. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what did you saw in terms of uh, performances for this uh, new 1660 Ti? So, so as you're speaking, I'm also scrolling through some of the benchmark results. Well, benchmarks, those are mostly game benchmarks, so it's also kind of like interesting as well. Uh, you can see that um, it's a very mid-range card uh, on the market. If you consider like the panel of cards that's tested from the 1060, even 570s, 580s for the Radeon side, all the way to uh, RTX and uh, above. Uh, so like uh, you know 2080 etc so basically that card um, scores pretty much right in the middle uh, and it will be the perfect card to basically look at performance per dollar that you spend and if you are definitely someone that is not too um, I mean not rich enough definitely to move to RTX uh, this is probably the card you will go for and it's uh, very well positioned against the Vega card um, now again, like you know, in terms of uh, of price and whatever is the software ecosystem, if you're you know more onto all the you know the G-Sync stuff that uh, Nvidia is offering, if you have invested in the panel and all that stuff, then uh, the Radeon card is definitely not something you would have chosen. And now you have this card, which is pretty much at the same price range. Um, now comes the discussion of what comes with it, and that's where we have uh, all this. Uh, all those discussions, I'm not going to call it a drama yet, but um, all those discussions about what are uh, packed within the bundles with those cards. So yeah, but uh, no, performance-wise, it's good. And 6 gigabytes, it's uh, definitely not a high-end. And I uh, like memory. Well, it's, space, it's, but it's, it's uh, still good. It's definitely close to whatever is uh, on a good card. And in terms of performances, uh, as Tim noticed, uh, 1080, t uh, 1440p gamings, 
That will be roughly the same as 1070, mm -hmm. uh, close to 1070 Ti, lacking a little bit behind uh, in some games. And in 4K, that's going to be a little bit uh, less, but otherwise that's good enough to, uh, to to play any of the, most of the, actually the, the new games. And if you don't care about the awesome reflection of the fire in the games, <laughs> well, that's, that's good to go. Uh, obviously, uh, it's more power efficient, as you say, this is uh, a good price point as well. Uh, it's going to be more efficient than the 10, 1070 Ti, which compared pretty much in the same performances in the 1070 as well. Um, and OC-wise, there's something that is in important to note here. The 1660 is the same architecture as the, the GPU that is used on the, on the 20 series. But as they remove the ray tracing part and the tensor core and, and, and all that, they add more space or anything. There's less trouble to do something with that. Uh, it's actually clocked higher in the core frequency. So that should be uh, pretty interesting for us. I think the, uh, the RTX 20 series was about like uh, something you could go all the way up to 2 gigahertz on the core when you overclock that on some specific ones, not all of them. Uh, while on this uh, 1660 series, uh, the reviews from Tech Power Up, they managed to get five of the samples all the way up to 2 gigahertz core average frequency. Uh, it's using GPU boost, so you know it's uh, the power temperature, uh, the TDP and the power management that is uh, constraining that in the, in the interesting box. If you want to know more about how to play with that, you should check the uh, Ngong video on the Uplay store uh, that we uh, we did with the guys at, uh, at Uplay and Ubisoft. Uh, that is explaining what is this GPU boost and, and things. But I guess that if you're here on Overclocking TV, you already know about that, so that should not be a big issue. If that's the first time, youtube.com forward slash Ngong Gaming. Yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> Uh, as usual, also because you know it's a new card. Uh, if you guys are looking for reviews, um, my recommendation: the Anantech is pretty good. Um, you mentioned the one from Tech Power Up. Uh, the where I was getting all my screenshots before from all the benchmarks, uh, gate benchmarks and measurements. That's on TechSpot. Um, again, I mean we can you can you can probably browse the internet to find hundreds of thousands of reviews right now. Uh, cool things to note is also, of course, on YouTube, there's a lot of them. I really like the Hardware Canucks one. Um, and then I have it's Especially that they're more based in Montreal now. Uh, it has good. nothing to do with the fact that they live in, in Montreal. <laughs> it's just, I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool card. Uh, very nice. And I do like the fact that uh, all those are made mostly small cards. Small cards? Until small, this form factor. I like, oh, like a... Well, you get those one single, you know, like uh, size units where you just have one fan on that. And for me, uh, I like to build small PCs, and this is sort of like the card. That, that, that's yep. perfect. Well, uh, Joe, uh, what do you think about this new uh, 1660 Ti? I like to see that uh, now the new magic is available to everybody. Mainly everybody. It is not uh, a long time to uh, save money to get such a card and just to have the feeling to be within the game. I really like this uh, approach. And yes, I just can say, of course, uh, in modding, it is all about getting the top cards, getting the top CPUs. And the real thing about it is it doesn't matter. You really can't tell the differences. So these cards we see today and that are shown today, uh, really are so good to be used for everybody and it's just the good enough everybody can afford so I'm happy that it's out now. Perfect. Uh, actually, um, let's dive right into the modding with you. So, okay. uh, as we were, we were speaking with you Mateo about the, uh, the small form factor, is that something that you do quite often with your modding endeavor? Oh yes, oh yes. Um, I must admit, it's just not so easy to, um, yeah, to to work inside an ITX case um, because you really uh, are, of course, limited. So here, uh, having a full water-cooled ITX build really has been a competition to many modders uh, until today. Um, I think. ITX even more now comes into range with uh, the, for example, water cooling brands that show smaller radiators, smaller pump tops whatsoever. So here uh, a new stock water cooling in ITX factor comes into my eyes 
And I just can't wait to realize a Threadripper ITX build. Uh, I'm just after um, the right mainboard. There's only one mainboard for Threadripper with ITX, but this is something I have here on the grill. And yes, uh, there will be updates for that soon. So, so even though that's going to be a soon to be update, what is the last mod that you played on? The last mod um, I really work on now is uh, Project Contemporary. Um, I entered the platform builds.gg, um, which is a very nice platform to display um, yeah, projects and, and uh, me as a modder. And so uh, there, um, it is already listed and you can find Project Contemporary uh, pretty well set up in an Inwin 901, uh, 909 case. Uh, it's got a nice Intel uh, 7920 uh, CPU, a very nice uh, GeForce RTX 2070 directly from GeForce Garage, which I really take pride on. It was a long way to, uh, yeah, from the very first uh, modding steps to that. So, yeah. This is my situation here, and what I will do with that is uh, I just will set several 3D printed and uh, scale model detailed uh, stories into that case. Just like in small acrylic cubes, I will set, for example, a boy standing in front of a toy store window whatsoever. I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, this pretty much will be like tiny little uh, persons running through a computer again. That's, that, that's funny, and that, that will link back to how you you were saying in the introduction that you you, you came back to the uh, to the PC industry like finding like oh my god did change so much so that's how you you came back to it. Um, yeah. Do, can you say that you feel like a like a kid in a candy store when you play with a new computer? Oh app? yes, oh yes, oh yes, and I, I'm I'm for sure one of the nastiest kids in that store. Surely, um, it is it is just stunning. I mean. Uh, I mentioned C64. Uh, there's no mobile phone in the market today that is as weak as a C64 computer. And back in the days, it was just like, wow. And what you can do today with all that sheer hardware power is the one thing. Um, what I like most about computing is that it connects me to you, that now I can talk to you just flawlessly live uh, abroad, abroad the um, Atlantic. And, and so, yeah. This is what makes computing today so stunning that it's just plug and play. But if you think about it, it just, um, yeah, it is so amazing. <laughs> so, so you told us about the, the C64 and so on, but why specifically modding and not just building a PC? Excuse me, can you repeat that? It well, was just a bit weak in transition. Why do you why do you went to like modding PCs ah. rather than just building them? <laughs> okay, um, this is two approaches. Uh, the first part of it is um, my profession is I'm a skilled joiner and specialized on restoration of historic furniture, and so all the work steps around the mod are of course coming from my profession, and um, the second thing is just like. Uh, I started to do scale modeling as a boy and it is just one of the best memory chapters I have and it has always been the best time in the weekends just sitting together with my father gluing the small tiny bits together and swearing like hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so combining this now, it is so funny, please believe me, I was stunned myself when I first launched a project uh, like the Maker Theatre with these small tiny figurines, I wasn't sure what will happen. So um, I was thinking, ah, they will say, yeah, look at him, he's a nerd, yeah, look, he's just now bringing his uh, scale railroad to a PC, ha, ha, ha. But no, it didn't happen. People really liked it and it, it was a surprise to me and now it came up to be a niche and, and uh, I hope I have yeah some more time to really uh, quench and, and use that niche. It, it, it is funny you're bringing this one up because this one was really like, okay, what was the first idea? Was that to build the PC and then make it look like it's like kind of like a train track or the train station or something like that? Or was it the other <laughs> way around? You had something that well, was a train station and you turned it into a PC. <laughs> uh, Actually, um, my approach to modding is, can I? Question mark. Can I? So, um, just like 
2016, I really casted a PC case from concrete. It is just like a, a big display uh, case and all that, just to see if it's possible, if I'm capable of, if I have the skill to do it, if, if, if I really can achieve that goals. And so modding always is just to put it on the test. For example, for one mod like the Maker Theater, I needed to learn welding because I never welded ever before. I mean, joinery is not so welding affiliated. So yeah, uh, I never came across. And this is how modding even made me become better in my profession, which is fun as a, yeah, a return is if you want. Uh, so yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Like I see that Timothy is like trying to find back the, oh yeah, you have it. The, uh, the concrete mode. Okay. okay do you yeah, want to tell yeah, us yeah, more about, about this one? That's it. Okay, this was really like uh, I cast it like uh, cellar stairways and just like uh, uh, lots of things with concrete. And here I really, I really wanted to show that um, display character of that case. So when you stand in in front of it, it's just like a bookshelf and uh, like a book reading stand, and you look just directly on the hardware. And this was a dream I ever had to have such a such a display to really look at this uh, horribly expensive hardware. And so uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah, the thing about it is you, when the PC is running, you actually can uh, open open the cover by yeah. uh, pulling it to the right and uh, you can almost fully open it like three quarters and have mm -hmm. full access just yeah, to play with it. And the, parts, yeah. why, why I really started this, um, it was just like um, Eduard from uh, AlphaCool just asked me if I was willing to... Uh, yeah, showcase some new product called Eislicht in 2016. Okay. It is it is still an ongoing project product, and there's now Eislicht RGB and then several um, several issues of it. But this has been the very first. And if you see the waterfall uh, and the yeah. waterfall, this is why I did the waterfall to show this six panels that are in there, these Eislicht panels, and it was just like. I I I really uh, did far too much because nobody ever take took a look on that ice licht. Everybody <laughs> was lost in this concrete uh, mountain, and so I think um, I would do it again. Uh, now I know what is the limits of mm -hmm. uh, concrete thickness to just carrying itself, and but I think I I would try a smaller form factor next time. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is just like 120 <laughs> kilograms, and so, you don't want to take it to a land party. No. So yeah, it was just like a tryout thing, and well, yeah. not bad. It's a PC from concrete. Why not? It was just like to have uh, done it. <laughs> basically, just just prove it. Just prove you can make it out. Yeah. Of Actually, it's Actually been how much does it weigh? The whole, the whole thing. The the weight is 120 kilograms. 120. Kilograms. Okay, so and, you use concrete. Uh, you have reinforcement bars out of uh, steel. <laughs> uh, the whole thing, basically. Yeah, it's wow. it's all in all. And so the um, the time to build it was like a good 600 hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you gotta oh, oh. wait on top of that that the concrete dries, and then you have to probably clean it up. No, 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 no. The drying time not not uh, put not into included. this wood. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Just the the sheer the sheer uh, processing okay. time, and okay. well, yeah. So, okay, what's that now? <laughs> That's the advertising at the end of the ah, video. Ah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just switch back. It is funny. Okay. Joe Campbell is a very nice is a very nice uh, Scottish lad. Uh, he has a very nice um, uh, YouTube channel as well, yeah. and he uh, did some reviews on my first works, and I, I even today take pride in that, and I really love to see my work uh, being uh, shown to YouTube, and wow, it still is a big deal to me. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. He, his video, if you guys want to see more and learn more about that uh, concrete PC, uh, you can find it on YouTube. You just search for BJPC. Uh, concrete PC, and you you'll find it uh, on YouTube. It's uh, it's an awesome video, and you have all the shots, and you can see at the start how you guy how you doing the concrete, uh, all the pictures for the uh, steel bars and everything. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. 
And my, and my swearing boss, because I wasn't showing up for work, but taking vacation to do a concrete PC, he was looking at me like, really? Well, say it again, please. What are you doing? <laughs> it was real fun back in that time. Um, yeah. But if you, if you say uh, this BJPC, it is funny. Um, I think a modding name is something one thinks about. It makes things easy. It makes uh, you more recognizable. And I have chosen BJPC. And for example, uh, yeah, Mick from Mayhems, he always gives me a hard time saying, hey, why don't you change the name? Don't you know what the BJ is? And I always say, <laughs> yes, I know. But well, tell my parents it's too late. Because yeah, yeah, because it's your initials most anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people just don't know. My real name is not Jo, but Bernd Joachim. So this makes the BJ. So yeah, I know what a BJ is, but yeah, I think <laughs> it is the best modding name one can have because if it's just mixed with that, it. I think nobody can take a offense uh, from a yeah. PC like a. I don't know. I can't say it. I'm a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is really complicated to deal with the real entity of the industry uh, when you on the one hand side start as a customer and then grow becoming a modder and a beta tester and whatsoever and then make the jump into the industry being employed there and see behind the scenes all the truth and the funny <laughs> thing about it is that this industry really is amazing. I must say I worked in, in several professions, uh, but now this this industry really is like pushing it, pushing it to the hardest. And it's really fun uh, meeting everybody uh, in, in all the cool places. And so uh, I must really say it was best decision ever to uh, start painting my PC. Yeah. <laughs> so you started with the paint, not with adding yeah, the little yeah. paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So do you have, I mean, the first PC that you did was obviously not the as first... polished and good as you are doing now, I guess. Um, the first mod I did was I soldered a reset um, switch on the C64 mainboard. And back in the days, it was easy soldering on PC or computer mainboards. So I did it. Um, yeah, this was my first mod. And then I could have a reset. It was really great. You pushed the button and then, then everything freeze. It was so amazing. <laughs> yeah. And and when so, you came back, um, like few decades after, to the PC industry, uh, when you were starting, you, you obviously had a lot of skills and tools and skill sets that you could use for that. But I guess the first few mods that you were doing were not as no great as the one you're doing now. Of course not. Um, it is. I mean, they say mastership comes from repetition. So here in the first, I needed to adapt all the. Uh, physical physical um, conditions within a PC just to train how are all the cables in a fear pin molex to be aligned um, what is the uh, the distances between the ATX uh, screw holes and all that so it is pretty much if you really mean it and really want to build a PC from scratch there's a lot of information you need to gather first to get uh, kind of a clue what you are actually doing there so um, I mean, I do that now in this uh, frequency, like five years. And of course, from the repetition, you know what is working easily, what is not so recommendable. And of course, you can add so many skills to your work. I mean, I, I work with 3D printing. I have my silhouette cameo uh, vinyl cutter here. I just work with a sandblasting box. I have a welding device. I have, of course, my stand drill and all that. Um, I really used to work in a joinery before for polishing surfaces or building up surfaces, lacking off things. I, I just have airbrush here. I have just like uh, airless spray devices and all that. Uh, 
but all only in the form factor needed for a PC. And this, I must say, is a very nice art to be done because, yeah, it is not a big furniture at all. I mean, if one now decided to mod just like uh, big cabinets for a dining room, he would have to do lots more work than just building a PC from scratch. So here it is just the right size. It is cool enough to do it. And so this is what keeps it going for me. I think um, I feel like a boy in a toy store, like you said before, but um, it is just like, yeah, it's worth it. And, and I really live that and, and I'm, I'm very happy to be part of that circus. So how many, how many mods have you been doing in average every year? It's uh, ones. Minimum, minimum two each year and yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one year it was like four, but that not spectacular. Uh, in in average, in average, a project for me takes like 150 hours. Yeah. So you spend a good six months on it. Between that and your work, anyway, you can do it full time. So you do that in the evenings, on the weekends. All exactly. That. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And well, I mean, it's nice. Uh, I, I talked to many modding colleagues so far and uh, heard it often. Uh, that modding is really um, a uniting thing. I mean, it does not it does not depend if you really have uh, all these tiny miniatures or that. I think um, how to build a PC is something every kid today should know how to do it. So it is a very nice father and kid situation. I heard, for example, that one major brand now is planning a father and son modding competition, oh, or. Yeah which I really like. This is a very cool father-son project approach. Um, a very good idea. And even my partner back in that time with the, all the big mods that really were eating time and eating up me in presence, um, there have been moments when we sat together and she just helped me a bit and or asked me how it's going and all that. And I mean, it's what is modding? Modding is just like an easy way um, to play God in a way and <laughs> where you not need to obey how you need to obey in your everyday work, uh, how, where you not really need to function, where you not really need to do uh, any scheduled things, but you can what you want. And in the end, it is just like a yacht everybody really can afford. And so it really makes sense to put niceness into a PC because it stores your whole life in the end. I mean, um, I've got now a new uh, spoiler, Western Digital 8 terabyte uh, HDD inside that, and this is my testimony. I mean, there's everything about me is on that, and of course I have a, I can uh, copy that and and, and uh, how to say uh, make um, backup. Yeah, backups. <laughs> Back you you better that. do, yeah, but if you put all your life end, in there. In the end, I always think like, okay, uh, every, I, I mean, like, it, it was a funny moment when I told my sister, hey, don't worry, if anything happens to me, you find me just on my hard disk. And she said, <laughs> you kidding me? You kidding me? And I just like, yeah, well, no, just but it's open just... pictures of me once in a while. It's going to be it is, fine. It is true. <laughs> it's, it's almost the same. And we, we yeah, we just won't, we just won't, uh, no, never mind, but... I think a computer is, is much more. It is it is grown from a device where you can type a letter to mm. uh, really um, a center point of one's life. And I, I really like it. I really like it. And I would wish to involve more uh, not boys. <laughs> but it, it would, more diversity, you mean? Yeah, it would be fun. I mean, I love our modding female colleagues and, and there's uh, a lot of artistic uh, perfection to be seen with their hands. Um, but I wish it, it would be more. And um, For example, I love the Dutch modder Jeffrey Foss, who is really now doing a, a table mod together with his partner. Uh, because she was interested in and and yeah now they're doing it as a couple mod and this is what I think is the future in modding to make it more a family thing I mean of course yeah like any DIY activity yeah or... yeah because it is good for it and and I mean in the end um, yeah it's just helping I and think. again why why building IKEA furniture when you can build a PC together yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, no, no, no. Uh, now this is, 
uh, of course, you may need some IKEA furniture just to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah. That's uh, I. I really like the the fact that we could meet at uh, at different events and different locations over the past uh, past few months. Actually, over the past years. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very vibrant to see the modding community as of today how it evolved from the very beginning when actually. Like, for example, just to give you a, a backstory, I ended up into the overclocking world because I was doing very, very bad modding on my PC. And then I, I, I had like, some limited uh, found for my, for my PCs and so on. So I was like, so I did solder like two small cases on top of each other so I can rack more HDD in there. So okay, yeah. that, that was ugly as hell. I uh, think it was what 10, 10 15 that years was ago? about like uh, yeah like more than 15 years ago okay <laughs> so, okay but, uh, but my dad was a mechanic so i had all the tools so that's the only reason why I, I i did it back in the days and then i switched to overclocking and never came back okay yeah 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 <laughs> but uh it's very it's very good to see how vibrant is the the modding community today it evolved to something that is more of an art rather than just oh yeah build pcs and then make them look pretty so this is very. Uh, I, I personally really like it. Uh, teams from. Uh, I guess you have uh, a different point of view as well for that. Uh, I was painting my computer back in the days because it was, you know, all those computers were really that yellow ugly thing, yeah, uh, yellow plastic color, right? Those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, at those days, like every computer was this ugly, uh, super ugly thing, and uh, and basically, it's um, that was uh, that was how I got into first computers to begin with like trying to make this thing less ugly and then I, I painted it and then I don't know you know after that you start opening it up and then you change some fans and then you're like oh what is this thing like this cooler on the CPU oh, and then you learn about it and like that's how we got also hardly into overclocking as well and then it just gets crazy from there just never stop but yeah I, I, I really sort of stopped and then I just kept watching mods but not doing them anymore but it's like there's some really impressive stuff out there and and That's nowadays true, yeah. you have so many tools as well i mean like if you look at uh custom water coolings like you can make a pc look really good without really coding it modding yet right you're still just yeah, yeah putting the fittings building, together yeah. and like a nice like nicely done pc building that is uh that is close to some of the big mods you see but those big mods push further they modify the case they add custom pay take they change some stuff uh, or like you're doing, like completely building a city inside the PCs. Oh, well, yeah. If one wants, I mean, if some time is left. <laughs> if some time is left. <laughs> um, what I like is um, we see we see so many schools and, and so many um, just like different styles and techniques uh, all together. Yeah. So you really can just start over and build whatever you want. Um, everybody has his like... Uh, yeah, his own handwriting in in this modding, and so it is very friendly. The tone is kind of yeah, chilled and, and easy. There's no like hard competition, and because there is no league or whatsoever. And mm -hmm. I often thought about what about if there was a best modder of the world competition? Uh, yeah, for what? I mean, for who? Um, yeah. The the thing about it is modding, for me personally, is nothing to compete. It is just like if competition then only against me just to bring out the very best that is in the very end that extra mile that you really yeah, it's not a performance basically yeah it is it is not like um for example ali abbas asked me to join the dcmm now in leipzig dreamhack the last weekend and i just said i'm, I'm sorry dude but for me it's not about being fast i mean for me it's not about being perfect in time for me it's just like enjoying that and and uh, walking through my own world and just like feeling free and easy and so i said um i know what is the the purpose on such a competition but that's not me for me it's just like yeah. uh, I, I i can be like 75 uh, percent of a mod stand in front of it having a bad idea and 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 yeah tearing everything apart because it, it <laughs> it's just like no no it's not good it's not good let's start yeah. off and this is what I meant before with 
the part in my life where I do not need to follow or where I do not need to function. And this is what I think is so interesting about a hobby as is and why PC modding is such an interesting hobby uh, for a standard squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many people do you think are modding in Germany, for example? Is that a, How large is the community there? Mm, oh, I'd say it's just like 50k. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, at least I can say um, I can tell that uh, from some from some uh, statistics, some purchase statistics, and all that. Uh, I happen to have happened to seen for some reasons. I don't know yeah. which. Um, so I could say, yeah, it's roughly like 50k. I would say. Yeah. And uh, but it is interesting how many of them really. Uh, choose from a very selected number of brands only so uh, it is the common brands like EK or let's say Thermal Take uh, that are pretty popular in, in Germany and like of course the German brands like Watercool, Alphacool, Aquacomputer mm -hmm. but yeah that's it I mean uh, of course there's now new entrepreneurs like Big Ski or Barrow or whatsoever and I think here, right here in Germany, it is not too easy for them just being the hotshots. So, yeah, because well, the, the market uh, is pretty tight around the, their usual brands and the way it's usually done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, th this is my impression of the yeah, state of the art at the moment. Yeah. Mm. What, what would be your wish for the future of, uh, of modding in, in Germany or in the world? I don't know. Where do you see it going? What, what would you like to see that is not hmm. being done yet? Um, of course, there's two strengths of emotion within me. Uh, reasonably to be seen, I, I must say, um, thinking about being a, a model like I am needs responsibility. Um, I think... We, we see, I, I can remember myself when I just said, okay, now I, I want to build myself a new PC. And I started finding those excellent builds. Like uh, I can remember back in the days, there was a Yahtzee build from uh, Sander, Sander van der Welden, this very nice Star Destroyer. And um, there were so many great builds out there. The responsibility here comes just not to make the impression that it is all easy and all fun and f the most important thing that it's all about gaining free parts. I mean, um, mm -hmm. by by being now uh, founder of a modding team, uh, I can say that there's several types of sponsorees. So um, I always love the the professional modders who really take pride in their way and they really try to, to be modest and humble. And I think here the future only can be just to um, bring more people to modding. I, I not necessarily say water cooling. I not necessarily uh, would suggest any school or would suggest any decision because everybody has got his own taste. So everybody needs to find his own combination uh, combination of parts and and uh, devices and yeah even prices if one wants or can. And so um, I would love to see, for example, that PC modding can become something like an extracurricular activity in school. Because uh, by this, like I said before, it's a small piece of furniture. You don't need much to get into it, but you can uh, transport uh, lots of skills to the pupils there. So this would be something I would love to see. And yeah, why not having some Olympics? This would be great. I mean, there's so many very very fortunate brands in that industry that by will such a thing could be realizable something like a leak or i don't mm. know but the question is yeah do you want to make it a competitive sport or not <laughs> yeah but but yeah look at this i mean look at esports uh, i mean i was so stunned when i've been to my first dream hack in leipzig and saw like 1,000 people sitting in front of a stage watching 
uh, half stone eight hours a day, I just like, uh, wow, that's amazing. And I think if it I, works... I with... don't understand people for Arstone as well. <laughs> I, I would understand yeah. for CSGO, but not Arstone at all. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, no, no, I don't want to put it in the, in, the kidding, <laughs> in the kidding point. The thing about it is if it works here, why shouldn't that work with modding as well? And mm. the thing about it is I discussed that once with Mike, uh, Mike Peter Eins. Hey, Mike, I hope you're on the stream now. Uh, I hope you have your Stella Artois with you. Um, we just were thinking about how great it would be. And I think I made contact on you with that question. Uh, having some some movable containers and make a tournament around the world and just build them up live in front of uh, very interesting places like, for example, Berlin, Brandenburger Tor, whatsoever, and have some meeting, live meeting modding down there. So just go on there, open that container, start modding. And yeah, just like let people come, let people interact, let them try out and whatsoever. This is just like uh, that crazy stuff that I think about when I'm not working. And yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is right now. This is right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There's, there's uh, definitely a lot of uh, opportunities into the, uh, the gaming world. And yeah, there's, uh, th there's maybe stuff, maybe no, we don't know. Uh, we can't tell more about that. But uh, there's a lot of good ideas in the community. And oh, yes. And the community is at a point today that it's mature enough to sustain that uh, that kind of uh, concepts as well. That's something that would be interesting to see in the next few uh, weeks, months, Definitely, whichever yeah. the timeline uh, could apply for that. I had a question though before we started. I didn't. I did not wanted to ask you that question before we were on the show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you say it's been like four or five years you were doing modding back into like like modding on real PCs and so on. Yep. What do you do with the mods once you made them? What happens to them? Oh, that depends. To be honest, um, in my very beginnings when I was not sponsored, uh, it was easy. Uh, I just ripped them off and uh, the parts I wanted to use again, I used again or uh, I, I sold some. I even yeah, one time sold a modded case to uh, a, a friend of mine. His his son loved it, and, and and so he bought it for him. But I have a golden rule for myself. I only uh, I only sell purchase parts. So um, I think uh, being a modder and being sponsored, like I said before, brings some responsibility, and um, it is a deal with each brand. To gain the products and then you have this treaty like you will promote it in a humble way uh, you will try to bring pictures and content up that is positive uh, and so the deal is perfect but I never would then go on and just sell that um, this is the worst thing I see in the industry that like people apply for a mod and are rejected because there's idiots in the industry that spoils by mm. selling these parts to others and I really can't stand that and I really dislike everybody selling parts on any idiot Facebook platform just to gain some money and just telling PMs or marketing reps hours of their work whatever they will do with this great parts and then just to sell it this is a shame and I really Put that down on the shit list and so yeah this is the only thing i would criticize in today um so what do i do with these mods i store the parts and use them in other projects so so is there like a easter egg like something you reuse every time in all your build is there, is oh, there yeah. this one piece yeah oh there is actually there is uh, because there was my my main gaming system on it. It was a Samsung Evo 950 M.2. <laughs> With your OS on it? <laughs> yeah, it's the Golden Evo. Yeah, <laughs> the Golden Evo. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a running. It's a it's a really um, uh, a running hardware part. Yeah. And please, uh, I hope I didn't say that too Germanish. Like oh, we need the full control. Nine. Uh, I think um, <laughs> I think it is really. Um, modding and sponsoring is, is a very nice thing and, and I enjoy talking to all my contacts and of course I'm a lucky boy because I work in the industry now and uh, I will be having a very nice 
new position in the beginning of May. Uh, this is a spoiler, not more mm -hmm. to be said now, but uh, it will be very good for new products in the market, I hope, and I hope I can put something to it. The thing about it is, it is so much joy when people come to a show and see a line of modded PCs and you see instantly how some light shines up in the angles of their eyes and they really open up and, and stand in front of that and just like, wow, wow, wow. And this is what modding is for me, to make people smile when they see what I've done. And I mean, all the time I use and, and all the ideas I put into garbage because they were crap or shitty looking or whatsoever. This is just like, yeah, this is a best time to to use. I mean, if I sit down and read a book, I of course can try to keep all the information in my brains, but mainly I will forget about it. If I finish a PC, I can go there after some month and put all the dust out mm. it and polish it, and then it's it's back there. And the best and the nicest mod I ever done was uh, a Playmobil mod I did with my stepdaughter I had back uh, in that uh, days and we did that together and with seven years she put the CPU on the main board and she screwed that main board into the case and I was just standing next to her and letting her do it and, and, and she was so confident because all the time she was watching me before and she had no doubt whatsoever that there was any complication to occur with that and so she just was okay CPU uh, okay on the processor uh, on the main board suck <laughs> just like I never did it that fast <laughs> never <laughs> did it. it was just and so this is um, something I really can say if you're a modder really integrate do it with your children do it together i mean we have so so few quality time and if we now cut quality time for ourselves and really wanting to have something on our own in modding this why i mean it, it can be a common thing it's a family thing to to have a pc there and to game together why not building it together and yeah this is my two pens do it together and mod on and well, mod well on. Said, well, yeah. said. <laughs> well uh, that is that is awesome to have your your input and your opinion on uh, on that. Uh, thank you very much for being with us here in the uh, OMG. That's the third episode. Um, I think uh, we 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 had a pretty extensive time on the modding. Uh, I hope we catch up on everything that we yeah. missed for the past few weeks. <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you very much. That was uh, that was awesome. Uh, as you say, it was my in... pleasure. I thank you guys. <laughs> I mean, we we talked. I mean, we we talked like the backstory about this live is like we talked together like more than a year ago. Like, yeah, yeah you know that we should do it. We should do mm -hmm. something like that. We should do it more. It's not often. true. It it was on Computex, so it's oh, not yeah, a so year. Oh yeah, so less than a year. Less than a year. Yeah, actually, yeah it was. Less than a year. Have you seen it in 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 spoiling this uh, today? I just uh, reshared this FreeSync video on my timeline. You've seen it. <laughs> No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AMD FreeSync here, showcasing on the Inception area. You remember? Oh, that, yeah, that, oh, yeah. That's video. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fun. Ah, that was a good time, yeah. It really Cra was. Crazy Computex as usual. All right. Uh, well, thank you very much, Joe, but stay with us on the live. We're uh, doing a short uh, few segments about the, the gaming side. Okay. Um, gaming okay. side. Gaming news, gaming news of this week. Uh, no, we're not gonna talk about Apex Legend again, uh, even oh. though it's still twice the number of viewership than Fortnite as of this afternoon. But well, uh, let's focus more on another game that we quickly discussed about last week, uh, Far Cry New Dawn, which is kinda like a like a standalone sequel to Far Cry Five, and because it's in the same universe, it's just like happening kind of like after per se uh, mm -hmm. so it's everything is like chaos and I like the fact that everything is like made with rainbows and funky colors and, and things like that so yeah that was uh, I still haven't played that game I'll be fully honest uh, but uh, according to the reviews um, one guy from uh, Aiden Dingman from PC World says much of what you're doing is the same as in Far Cry 5 but New Dawn remixes features and add layers on top of that force the players to engage 
with the world once more and it mostly works so basically even though that's the same game game <laughs> no no yeah it's pretty much the same i mean the same engines the same yeah. uh, universe you still have more still have this fun to play uh, to play with um i can't wait to finish Far Cry Primal because I'm playing Primal right now. I'm trying to finish every Far Cry in the right order, but uh, I don't have much time to play, so it's taking ages. So as you can see, I'm still on Primal. I haven't done uh, four nor five yet. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty. I'm a few months away from this one. Still. It's good. It gives you a good excuse to not upgrade graphics card. So <laughs> yeah, well, no that's, need. That's one way to see it. <laughs> Oh, so uh, that means I won't need this uh, GTX 660 Ti. You don't need an update. It's like you're so late that you the update is not needed. <laughs> the, the update doesn't even express itself. I'm playing AAA, no, AAA games. Yeah. From a few years ago. The good thing is that you can play if you have a new card. You can play all those games at full resolution, full spec, everything, and don't have to worry. That's why I don't need the 4K screen yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You play 1080p like this, you can put it to the max. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not sure like a three monitor setup that because that's what we have here in the in, in this space. Uh, the three monitor setup with each 4K. Yeah, I will need a new car. Yeah, and I will need a new bank account as well. Well, IGN gives it a score of seven point five. Is that a good score? I have no clue. I have no idea. I mean, it doesn't sound like it. I mean, for me, good would be nine or eight. No, excellent would be nine. Okay, excellent nine. Okay, 7.5. Yeah, it can be good, I guess. I mean, if, if you rate 6 and you say it's like, eh, it's like, it's, it's meh, M-E-H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Well, it's still better. I don't know. I don't know how they rank. If they do even test the games that don't pass 5, for example. Oh, I'm sure they test all the games, you know, because those guys, uh, they have teams of testers probably. And there are some guys that only test specific types of games and have something to say about different types of gameplay, but... Yeah, I don't. It's interesting. Oh, that's you mean the colorful stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything's like they have like. A, but they had that already in the previous one, Far Cry Five. Right? Yeah, but they have animals that are like full like rainbows and okay, like yeah. multi fluo colors and neons. That that's funny. I, I do think it is funny. Alright. Well, yeah. So maybe in a few months I would have the time to to play it. We'll see. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll catch uh, up with that in in two months or six. <laughs> so where are you? Uh, two hours more in the game, that's it? Yeah. Two or six, yeah, why not? We'll <laughs> <laughs> see next year, uh, will be a catch-up on Far Cry 4. <laughs> like the, the, the late delayed review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that, like the late game review, so not old school, but just late. Just doing old game reviews, yeah. yeah. yeah you should just do them live as well. Our two pants after everybody solved it. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. I tried to solve a Rubik's Cube by myself. I didn't watch any tutorials ever. Uh, and so, I failed. But I, I, get a, I, I really have a question. What is your two pants on the following? Do you really expect a GTA 6? Oh? Huh? Mm. I don't know. I stopped playing at uh, San Andreas. Okay. Okay. Not, was that yeah, the this, fourth? Is, this is kind of time. I, I, don't, I, I think it was GTA 3? No, no. GTA. San Andreas was 3. Yeah. It's Vice City, the 3. Right? Vice, okay, Vice City, I played it. San Andreas, I played it. GTA, I played it. Actually, the 3 was really the one where it got really crazy. But then we can't base on numbers because look at Battlefield 5. It's actually. Oh yeah. No, Battlefield yeah, 1942, and then Battlefield been... One was not the first one, and <laughs> mind blown. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait for Crisis prequel, and then it's like, what? what is, that, is that before, but it came after? Is that after, but it came before something like that? But <laughs> you know what, what? What I'm really waiting for. I mean, we we just wanted to talk about gaming anyway a bit, yeah. so now I, it's time to shoot. Um, yes. I would really love to see in like, let's say. A classic like Assassin's Creed whatsoever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, a third person one adventure. Just like being in Berlin, being a young punk and needing to yeah make your way with registration, find a job, find a fortune whatsoever. This would be really great. Just like where's it's my called dealer? Second life. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's called Second Second Life. It's already done. It's already done. What and is it? What is still it? play it. Second no, Life. Second, Second Life. life. 
No, yeah, Second okay. Life, yeah. Second Life. It's they uh, used to be a virtual. Life. Second yeah. Life, okay. So it's kind of yeah. like an MMO, uh, like an online massive multiplayer game. And, uh, Does that stuff still exist? Oh, yeah, yeah, it still but, exists. It's horrible graphics. It, uh, it, it's one of those games. No, 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 forget about it, no, no, no. It just works. It will definitely run at 120 FPS on your 60Hz. But if it's not ray traced, it's not live. No, but yeah, so that game is old and it's really funny, that game was cool back then because you could load in like objects, you can sell stuff, you could give classes in there, you could like just send services like in the whole in the whole virtual life I, that was second life. I, I remember Leisure Suite Larry back in the days and it, it was so nasty. You just like I mean I've been like twelve years old whatsoever and my, my buddy just said, Hey look at this look at this game, it's Leisure Suite Larry, it's awesome. Here uh type fuck and okay I typed fuck and then Larry said Fuck. <laughs> it was just like, wow, and he then, said fuck, he really said fuck, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> and just like, and then yeah, it became I mean, your best game ever just because of that feature. Yeah. I mean, in, in 1997, this really was something, yeah? Yes. <laughs> no, Especially no. Especially at that uh, let, time let, when you look at oh. the other games, yeah. Oh, I need to correct, it was 87. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old fart, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Joe, what was the last game you played? The last game I played actually um, Spin Assassin's Creed Odyssey today. That's a yeah. nice game. And uh, I started Assassin's Creed by Black Flag and since then I, yeah, I collected so to say. I like it. I mean it's always the same but I like the improving of the game the is uh, yeah the game the story I mean the principle is pretty much always but the same I mean you change the universe okay. I mean Far Cry yeah, is the same Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey is interesting it brings back uh, the ships from Black Flag that's fine and I must say this eagle they started with in uh, Origin is a good idea at all I think it's handy and yeah I mean once he doesn't hit you from the air, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, the last game I bought... <coughs> bless you. The last game I bought was Worms. So I bought Worms. You bought Worms. I bought Worms. You can still buy Worms? Yes, yes! I, sold I can't believe worms. they yeah, still yeah, yeah. sell Worms. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I sold... No! Okay. No, no, no. The... Okay, it was like 3.5 bucks. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was hey. 3.28... Canadian rupees. Okay, okay. so that's uh, like two US dollars because the money here, you know, it's kind of like useless. Okay. Okay. Uh, but worms, worms, which one? Very first. Very uh, first? I bought two of them. Like you bought a pack for three. No, but two of them. They were just. They were just so cheaper. What, do you have Armageddon. Yes. Okay. And WMD. Weapon of Mass uh, Okay, those two are very ah. similar anyway, so, right? so, But that's the two ones that are very fun to play with your friends. So I'm just gonna you know, fire up the projector and play this game. And they're 2D, the right? <laughs> it's just like an arcade. Uh, the WMD one is like really uh, background yeah, thing. But uh, yeah, it's still in the 2D. Uh, it's not Warm 3D. Yeah. Warm 3D was awful. Warm 3D was... Uh, they tried to make it look a lot like the very first Super Mario on the GameCube. Uh, was kind of like the same very boxy stuff and colors. Oh, colors! We are back to the colors, actually. Colors. Colors, just like in Fortnite. You know, at that time, everything was colorful as well. Interesting. And I... then it got dark and then it came back. <laughs> oh, RGB, yeah, colors, exactly. <laughs> are you just shaking around your PC or is it the camera moving around? It's just it's just me. Uh, I just try to find a stable position for it because I found yeah. my face ugly all that time. You have a so. very nice graphics card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just spoiling, spoiling. It's just like... Uh... But uh, interesting is just like... Uh, this is really a spoiler because this is the uh, first time... Oh, this camera is really crap. Next time I need to bring a better. Um, this is the Ice Bear. But mm -hmm. in all chrome, first time one sees it. Oh, except yeah. oh yeah, except actually that's that. true. So it will be just like in the shops uh, this year. Interesting. Chrome is nice, so you need to put on like a cotton gloves to mount it, right? No, no, you just need to wipe Not it off after yeah. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but back to the face, okay. 
Mm, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh it's my the best god! I have. It's the best I have, yeah. The yeah, only one. Does the job. <laughs> we put you in small in a corner, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, smaller, smaller, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like. Uh, I, I mean, it's been it's been a good hour. So you know what? Let's close the show. Uh, if you guys want more information, we'll still be here to answer a few questions after that. If you want to. Um, thank you guys for being here for the show. Uh, that was the third episode of OMG. We had a slight technical issue during the show, but we actually had two. But you call me a one. technical issue? That's not nice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you call me <laughs> the, micro, the microphone battery. Yeah, the microphone battery. We actually had a lot more issue in the background that you guys did not so hopefully but the the point is we're very happy to do the omg show every week on friday afternoon this is uh we start between 2 and 3 p.m eastern so this is uh, 7 to 8 p.m in europe and around lunchtime in the uh you know other side of the of the continent here uh you can find this replay on our youtube channel youtube.com forward slash overclocking tv all in one word and obviously you can find us back and ask and uh, ask us your questions on uh, the YouTube videos, in the, commenter be in the comments below. You can find us on Twitter as well, uh, Instagram, and as well on Facebook. And all that, it's overclocking TV in one word. And I think that's pretty much it for today. Thank yeah. you, Joe, for being with us. Uh, people can find yeah. you at BGPC something. Solution. Dot solution. Dot solution. Yeah. Dot solution. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, you, you don't have issue, you just bring solution, right? True. Just yeah, yeah. Start with the it just important just works. things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just but, works. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was really great time, and it, yeah, hope to see you soon.